0: Welcome to episode 104 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right, guys, welcome along to episode 104. Two-year anniversary of Iron Man Talk with Coach
1: John Yussman and Bevan James. Owls. how you going, mate? Pretty good. That first episode was April the 9th, two thousand and six. And what is the date today? Well, so anniversary is tomorrow, maybe. Today's the uh, eighth. Is it? Okay. So, so, yeah, two years ago. Two years. You didn't have a kid. I didn't have a kid. You just got married not long before that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of months before that. Yeah. You were still in a relationship. Yeah, <laughs> you just- I was still in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of water under the bridge oh, since then had a lot
0: happened in two years yeah. but we've been training the whole time and it's good to see anyway this week's show
1: oh, sponsors coffees of hawaii.com for the world's best coffee com because just do it
0: online online dot com social networking for endurance athletes for all your social needs and tracking oh, I can't see the last words results Nice. There we go. So, this week's show, we've actually got a little bit of news because we had a couple of races. Lots of racing coming up this weekend. Our hot topic of the week, we've got a
1: website of the week, Coach's Corner. Just a little bit of a review. I was away at the weekend at the World Cup in New Plymouth and uh, we had a coaching conference. Just a few random tidbits there. I was, did you, is it about power? Uh, there's only a, f- a fraction on there But I did an interview with Greg Frayne Which we'll be putting on in the coming weeks on Power So I'm not going to spoil the surprises too much there. Oh
0: really? Yeah. Oh, it's like a birthday show uh, Then we've got a few questions and answers at the end So anyway, last weekend we had uh we going to talk anything about two years? we got a hundred show, kind of killed the two yeah,
1: year hundred show killed the two years But you can still send us birthday presents yeah. PO Box 41086 Christchurch Did Christ love New the green Zone. wig But maybe a little bit yeah. the green wig <laughs> um, okay, so we had Ironman Australia. Not too many surprises here. I mean, we uh, we said last week, you know, the raging hot favourites was Patrick Verney and Chrissy Wellington, and uh, they delivered. Chrissy Wellington it was always going to be interesting to see how she come, came back from Kona. You know, first time up, um, dominating over there, and she certainly delivered.
0: Really, did, eh? So, so what happens? So Kate Major got off the got out of the water first, didn't she? No, some age grouper. Yep. But Kate Major took off on the bike, and then Chrissy caught her.
1: Yeah, I think she had about she was down about maybe a f- couple of minutes, two or three minutes. And so then Kate Major caught her back up on the run. It was a bit head to head. Caught about. her at the end of the bike. Caught her on the bike and put a little bit into her on the bike, I think. Uh-huh. And then and then dominated her on the run. But one of the interesting things I heard Chrissy Wellington state somewhere in the sort of the post race analysis was she found this race harder than Kona. Oh really? Which is interesting, but
0: wow! So she's a talent. So they they both smashed a record,
1: and, and Christy must have smashed it by ten minutes. Oh, she just killed it. But what was what I found really interesting was uh, she finished eighth ninth, or ninth, eighth, or ninth overall. And you know some of those um, smaller iron distance races, you know maybe Malaysia and things yeah, like it's that, where the fields ones. not so it's not so deep. You know you go, oh yeah, that'd be, that's all good. But yeah. but at Ironman Australia, you've got some seriously quality um, age group athletes and some some very good pro athletes. That was really good, very, very good. And, and she was only um, 30, 32 minutes behind Patrick Vianney. And when you look at a lot of the iron distance races around the world, you know the, the benchmark, I would say, is approximately 45 minutes between, say, the first guy pro, pro guy, if, if it's a top pro guy and if it's a top pro girl. Like, you look at Ironman New Zealand, Brownie normally goes, say, about 8.25. Yep. Joe Lawn often goes around about 9.15. So, you know, there's... Uh, so that's fifty minutes difference. So for her to be within half an hour of VNA, which who's a top ten Hawaii guy, very, very impressive. Um, so So what are you thinking about Chrissy now? Well, Kate Majors is very consistent, you know, she's consistently second, third, fourth, fifth in the world, you know, pretty much every year. So she's she's going out there and, and beating one of the the best out there and um and and maybe she, she said she didn't maybe have her best days, so I think, uh, you know, look out, Kona time. I think she's going to be certainly right up there again. I know um, Luke
0: Bell's probably not in his finest form at the moment because he's been injured and stuff, but he only beat her by, what, six or seven minutes?
1: Yeah. I wonder if he was just there to qualify, uh, just to get there and and get the slot because, you know, he's a much better athlete than that. Oh, she's
0: amazing. So it'll be interesting to see her 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 career develops. She's 31. Now, we know the females can go to up to bloody 40. Yeah. You know, you don't want to, obviously, it's hard not to put expectations on her, but... She
1: just seems to have nailed the sport. And she, I think she ran a, a 302 or 303. So, you know, that, that's what's going to get her to the line on the day in Kona. So she can keep that up. She's showed she can handle the heat. She's raced in Korea. She's raced in Kona. Yeah, true. She's showed she can race on, on different terrain. And, and uh, so. Yeah, I think that she's going to be, be the name of the future. What, what should
0: we call it? The, the Enforcer? The Enforcer, okay, we've given her a nickname The Enforcer. The Enforcer Wellington. There we go. That's
1: going to stick too. So. On the guy's side of things, old Patrick took it out. Patrick took it out. He came down, uh, he was down a little bit after the bike, claimed he wasn't, wasn't feeling that great, but he knew he'd probably be able to run around about a 250, and that was good enough on the day. Mm. Only did 8.31 last year. I think he ran in about an 8.21, so 10 minutes slower. I'm not quite sure if conditions played much of a part there or, or just didn't run quite so well. Mitch Anderson coming in at second at not, uh, 8.40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Matthias Hecht in third place. So it wasn't a, um, what, what I'd call to, um, an amazing field.
0: What happened to the um, guy who always wins Western Australia? Shortest.
1: What happened the shortest. Shortest. I don't think he raced. Oh, I well, his name he, was may, down. he may he may not have done. I didn't didn't see him. Obviously not in a top ten. Okay. Um, glove Man didn't have such a good day. Day he mm. was down there and. Well, it's slow place. times overall, isn't it? Yeah, it is for the guys. But if I, I had a quick look back at last year, and it's relatively similar to last year. So it's a slow um, course. It's, it's a slow course. Tough, tough chip on the road apparently. Uh, so. Yeah, but it's pretty much all Aussies up there, and um, you know, in the top ten, obviously Patrick VNA, but but a lot of Aussies. So maybe a few guys were sort of holding back, looking at going to Arizona or China. Yeah, um, Charles did a good race, and Andrew Charles, epic Camper, qualified yeah. for Kona, got the eighth slot in his age group. Nice. Tobinader, what happened to him? Turbinado, we haven't heard. He we, we need to report Turbinado. Yeah, didn't even register a bike time there, so I wonder what was going on. Mm. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, what else have we got on? I've got so many pages up. We, we had uh, the Auckland Half Iron Man. Oh, I've got that. Okay, yep, you keep talking. Just a race we've got down here in New Zealand. Uh, I think it's about the third or fourth year, maybe even fifth year that's been rolling couple of the good old names, we, we know old uh, Rosie was up there racing, probably a bit annoyed that he got taken down, Duncan Milne who's got dominated uh, by 7 minutes mm, Duncan Milne's a good athlete, I mean he's, he's a working athlete from Taupo uh, improved steadily over the last few years uh, got a top 10 in Taupo again this year, I think he went about 8 yep. high 850s high yep. and also raced Ironman Western Australia last year, so he's uh, sort of plugging away and, and Rosie was in second place girls Belinda Harper in first on the girls, and Celia Kirch second in the girls, 8.453 and 5.03. Good thing about this course, it's actually done on the old Ironman New Zealand (coughs) course, which is a very, very (coughs) tough course up in Auckland. So was the old New Zealand course a double lapper? No, it was a single lapper. They just kept on going a bit further. But it was a tough, tough bike course. If you want to go to... uh, Endurancesport.co.nz. Um, got a video. They've got a little video of the, the race up it. there. I haven't. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. I'll
0: Can put, put it? a link to that on IronmanTalk.com. Okay. So coming up this weekend, we've got. Uh, before we get into the Ironman races, we've got a little race in Kent.
1: In no in uh, Kenting, Kenting in Taiwan. Oh wow! So you could. Can you wish everybody good luck in okay, Taiwan? Uh, well, I need. Which means I love you. (laughs) There you go. We love you and go and race hard. But this is off uh, k226.com. I couldn't actually see too much about the race because it was all in uh, Chinese. But uh, it's good to see they've got races in, in Taiwan, and we will be interested to hear if anybody knows any results or anything. We won't be able to see the results because it will be in Chinese. Flick them over to us, and we're happy to spread the word. We have got Ironman
0: of South Africa. I was mm-hmm. Australia again. Ironman South Africa on this weekend, and we've got a few
1: names. And which ones do we notice? Well, the ones that we noticed uh, last year's defending champion, who is down there, number 17, Garrett Schnellens from Belgium, has apparently pulled out. Oh, um, back it up. So it's going to be hot ne- off the press. New champion this year. We've got a few mm. names we are well familiar with. Old Stephen Bayliss, mm. uh, he'll be looking to, to rack it up. Rainer Tissing will have to be the clear favourite. He's been a I don't know, maybe it's a little bit off um, form in the last few years. Oh, you've figured out the silent mode on your phone. Yeah, yeah, but see how it's silent? Good. So you didn't need to bring that up, John. <laughs> yeah, and um, also I think one, oh, now it's vibrating. We can hear the vibrations. No, it vibrates because it's silent. Uh, yeah. The it's other an one, another person we want to look out for there is Marcel Zamora Perez. Um, he's a well-performed athlete. So I'm wondering if the storm, uh, the family, we've got three the storms. Storm? There's going to be a big storm over <laughs> There's there. There's going to be a big storm in this race. Carl, Brad, and Tom. <laughs> One of those guys uh, raced at has raced at the Olympics. Um, oh, really? I'm not quite sure which one, or it could be another storm. Uh, Andreas Niedrig, there's a blast in the past. He's racing over there. Oh. Stephen Liebertrauer. sorry, so enough. it's um,
0: blast from the past. Blast from the past. Uh, not many
1: girls. We've got Bella, obviously, because the partners there. It's going to be a two-horse race, I think. In this uh, Edith Niederfringer, Edith Niederfringer and Bella. They've had a few head-to-head battles, and I think the I don't know if there's a little bit of feeling there as well Really? between athletes. Let's make it out
0: there as they hate each other.
1: <laughs> I think those two will probably no, they should really pull away. I'm not one familiar. time they just fight on the course, <laughs> yeah. and uh, they should pull away. And uh, i would expect there's a few other okay, South there. I'm going to go with Bella. Is it just because
0: you're biased?
1: No, I think uh, no, I think she's she she had uh, where did she race this year? She's had a good year so far this year, so I think she'll carry on with that. And yeah, I agree too.
0: Oh, nice. I totally agree Okay then we've also got in Arizona mm. Exciting hey, times
1: Bloody phone Just get rid
0: of no, it No it. it's saying they like a message But again it's on
1: silent So they wouldn't have Known that right. John. Okay we've got here We've got the pro Female field And the girls field Is better than the guys field There's not a <laughs> lot happening In the guys field So um, the girls We've got Rebecca Preston McKaylee Jones wow. um, Heather Golnick Last year's champion Erica Cosmore Who won a few weeks ago In yeah. Where did she win? Somewhere uh, so we, what do we have we had was, was it Malaysia maybe no we've had Malaysia we've had New Zealand she won some big race a few, in the last was few it, weeks was it the one in California it was there you go yeah. good good work well, you know. process of elimination that's what you do on the uh, uh, who wants to be a millionaire you sort of do keep, you, you keep working do you like that program through. do you Yeah. have you played the game I haven't oh you should play the game it's a really oh, good time i love to play the game but it'll be interesting to see how she goes. Obviously, a really fantastic performance. So she's uh, she's up there racing. Hillary's as there as well. Good old Hillary, T- um, roaming reporter. Tina Bowman, she won Lanza Grotti, I think, last year. And also, That's I think. It's a real strong field, eh? Tara's there. Oh, Tara. <laughs> Bring it on, Tara. We want to ta- see Tara do some dojo domination for Epic Camp. Uh. So that's, that's a really quality field. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got, obviously going to be the last time they have it in April, I think, and then it's going to be moving to later in the year. So we have got quite a few male pros, but just not high class. Who have we got here? There's a few high class, but but not the depth that we, we often see. So Rudka Biki is the defending champion. And he's got to be a favourite, doesn't he? He does, yep. yeah. Uh, Joseph Major, I think he was right up there last year. Who else have we got in there? Um, Jonathan Caron, he sometimes does a few good things up at Ironman Canada. TJ Tolkinson will probably try to really. My um, mate David blast your mate David Glover yeah. The boys from Tribeyes Are down there racing as yeah, well, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think Lewis is I just think Cameron is Nice He's going to tell us A bit of a story about that actually Okay, yeah.
1: good We'll, we'll wait we'll till later yeah. But anyway, that's uh, Yeah, I think The, the girls race Shorter rap. have seen him in a while He's been rapping, that's why <laughs> <laughs> We should, we should an Iron Man
0: talk rap Actually, if anyone If any of our listeners Wants to do an Iron Man talk rap We'll use
1: it in the show As a segment And Bevan might even Put it on his album Oh No, because it's not no. a rap
0: album Okay It's a deep guitar Acoustic kind right. of thing. Yeah. Okay.
1: But anyway, uh, good luck to. We know there'll be a lot of people racing this weekend in Arizona. And if you're not a member of Athlinks, I think Athlinks are going to have a stand there, so you can go along, see the Athlinks boys. Oh, no, that's cool. Sign up. They'll be somewhere in the expo. Pretty exciting news for Mecca because it was so exciting he did it over the TV <laughs>
0: <laughs> presentation he's been uh, what do you thought when you've been put into nominated well nominated or inducted inducted that's the word I was looking for he's been inducted into the Australian is it triathlon Hall of Fame? I think so yeah it doesn't, it's not very clear is it it's not no so he's only
1: what the third Ironman to actually win Hawaii and um, he's only the second inductee after Jason Shortus to receive the honour while still racing mm. and it's it is kind of funny. I mean, and he's, there's an article up on k226 dot com sort of saying <coughs> man, when you get inducted into things and you're still racing, it's like yeah, well, my, yeah. my career and I'm not meant to only. retire. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> he's, he's still rolling, and, he, and, and he, I think yeah, in his mind, he'll want to go on and win a lot of Hawaii titles. I don't think he'll settle for one.
0: Well, as he said here, he said you, you win one, you you know, it's good. You win two, you start to become a legend. And uh, he's what 34, and he's mm. saying he probably race to he's 37. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, knowing Macker, he'd probably go to 40 if he could. You know, it's, um, yeah, let's see when's the next
1: three, or four. I think he's definitely got a few more under his belt. Uh, but Yeah, once, once, but D- but Dave Scott, you know, he came back when he was, what, 38 or something and he got second. Yeah. Um, so I could see Maka going on and doing some pretty good things. But he, Dave's he, got
0: older than that? Sorry. He he it
1: may have been well, 42. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. older. It was a lot older than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think, you know, Macker's. He's a bit older, so he's not probably going to be able to get like saves, the same sort of Mark Allen sort of thing with six. No. six. But um, I think he's really looking to, to set it up with lots of wins in Europe, you know, really dominating Rote and Frankfurt. Frankfurt should be pretty amazing this year. Um, so, but he might not get as many Hawaii titles as, as some of those.
0: Uh, I'm interested to see.
1: Years. I'm really, I was out on the bike actually yesterday thinking about it. <clears throat> and I was just thinking how if Maka
0: does do the both, and if he actually races them both reasonably hard, you know, does that kill his Hawaii?
1: I certainly think it would. Uh, it would. It's a yeah, lot of damage sort of don't act. I know. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, would have to spend some pretty serious time recovering. So then you And have it's what, the
0: kind of guy you don't see taking races easy. Mm. You know, like both of those two races, which are kind of key big mm. international
1: races. Sure, if it was just some peasant race, you know, maybe mm. it's a training day. But, but there'll mm. still be some good guys in rote, So. He probably wouldn't need to be 100% to win, but mm. he's still going to have to probably race at you know, 95% it to, to take the win. Very interesting, because Rope this year is a little bit later, so it's he's going to be mid-July, which really means August, September, middle October, so he's probably going to have three months, which isn't a lot of time to recover. going to some downtime over two weeks yeah. of racing. Interesting stuff. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good year for that reason. The other bit of news uh, I saw... Ironman China's uh, coming up in a few weeks' time, and they've got around about 800 entries. Which oh, wow, that's more than we thought. More than I thought they'd get. Yeah. So they haven't got a stellar profile, and we'll probably talk about it a bit more next week, but um, good to see that they've got a reasonable number. So I'd imagine you know, the sustainability of the event will, will carry on. Okay, you've got to keep talking, because for some reason our blog page is a little bit slow today. Yeah, well, I had a bit of trouble getting onto it as well, but last week... Oh, here we go, it's we, just gone quick all of a sudden. We had uh, a question in from a listener, <laughs> their partner was having problems um, chilling out on their day off, and they always wanted to go out training and, and not chill out. Yeah. Some people seem to get confused and think Charlie was also known as John, which yeah. was incorrect.
0: Oh really? I see that, dear Belinda. <laughs> yeah, no, I have plenty of chill out time I'm from, from sure Bender. I assume you mean the on the permanent basis, not just on an off season break. I'm in for many seems to be an addiction rather than a hobby, and addictions are always hard to break, possibly requiring bigger events to cause a change in perception, or perhaps what one addiction for another. Most of the below resolve, uh, revolve around becoming poor, so you can't afford triathlon. Okay, buy a house, <laughs> start a family, save for a holiday, re educate, get married. Man are a bunch of goal setters and getters so perhaps trying to get uh, setting, getting on top of non-competitive goals, try coaching mentoring in a tri-club, volunteer for a season, concentrate on relationship goals, yes there are such things I could start on that actually, I've read some good books on that stuff I'll tell you, concentrate on career goals or concentrate on financial goals or there could be the more uh, direct route, burn his clothes crash his bike, (laughs) clean out his, or put his stuff on Traybee or eBay, his tri-gear his or her, tri-gear, threatened to leave if they don't spend more weekends with you. Cut up the credit card, prevent him from entering, entering any comps. Nice. He did three high fives. That good. was a
1: bloody good effort. It's a high 15. A <laughs> high 15. Where you go? Uh, we had Vince, um, here's what he did, he met his girlfriend at the running club once we got together. I spent months telling her how soft marathon runners were. Nice. And she's ended up being a bloody triathlete and now she's starting to cane old Vince. Oh, really? Uh If Charlie... Uh, is to do the is to do this beware of the pitfalls Caroline hello Caroline oh hello Caroline i uh, now kicks my in the swim and is getting quicker and quicker on the bike oh. so much so that I'm actually concerned about uh, an Olympic we'll do together this summer so take my advice <laughs> but beware, partners are competitive beasts. Well, that's
0: kind of going to lead into something later on, isn't yeah, it, we'll, John? We'll
1: come into uh, that. A
0: wise big wave, Dave. I think that the only advice that Type A, more is better, Charlie, will accept is recovering as hard as you train. Research this topic and overwhelm him or her with the evidence. It's, a, it's interesting how most people thought it was a him. It's not,
1: but well, it, it may be a him. <laughs> it may, it may not just be. Just gave it away. It may not be. It may be a him or a her. <laughs> Oh, people are not going to be able to figure this, who it is. Well, they may do, but it's not me. <laughs> Quote, coach John Newsom, uh, did I spell it right? He did, yes. yes
0: uh, or other thought provoking trifle on minds. Make him <laughs> or her <laughs> realise that it will pay off if the only thing that is matters to him is race day performance.
1: That's a good way of doing it, isn't it? It is. Matt, who also thinks that I'm Charlie. I heard about that Charlie guy. Didn't he have a kid last summer? (laughs) (laughs) Um, He did as well. Eight days after I'm in Switzerland. Man, that's... uh, That's 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 rough recovery for you. Uh, For six months, it's all hands on deck, but then slowly the old habits start to creep in. Oh... 30 minute refresher runs become a length of an Iron Man Talk episode. Nice. 45 minute turbos become road rides. Nice. The waistband starts to get a little bit smaller. Good. And the trouble and strife, British slang for wife chaps, <laughs> starts to moan. Uh, we must be the only men in history whose wives moan when we lose fat. My suggestion is that Charlie should emphasise that it's a better example for Junior to have a fit dad than a fit dad. Play on the heartstrings. By fit fire dad with fire. Been... Okay. Bad okay. dad. Okay. Nice. Um, so, yeah, Matt. It, I am not Charlie okay
0: Dave Dwan says yo dudes he oh, so could Dave, be in there. Davey do you know Davey
1: You know Dave, support crew Dave.
0: Oh good old Dave, how you going Dave? (laughs) Oh Dave's a legend. If Charlie is serious about getting to the start line, let alone finish line, when the best approach is to follow the program. Sure there are times when flexibility is required. It seems that obsession is the issue with Charlie and then it is the build a bridge and get over it quickly approach that will prove worthwhile. Cheers
1: ears. Dave, there's some good comments there. And Dave's going to get a pair of Grandma's <laughs>
0: socks. <laughs> You're giving him the socks, Dave. I thought that was very insightful. <laughs> you but know why he's getting it? Because of the old dudes and cheers
1: ears. That's right. In my eyes. Here we go. You Dave's go. got a socks. You can check out Grandma wheels. I was racing on a pair of Grandma wheels at the weekend. Very nice. When wonder you uh, dominated the bike <laughs> yeah um, but Dave you've got to see a grandma's socks coming your way oh I love your work Davey uh, now this is bloody funny if you just, if, if you guys maybe don't go on the blog you can't be asked doing that go on there this week uh, onto last week's one and just click on a link there That somebody's put up an article um, on the telegraph.co.uk have you had a look at that? no James uh, did it you got to click on it really? ok I'll click on just it just read it don't say what it is but ok if, uh, and, or maybe you can read it later. No, just, you'll see, see it with the headline. Okay, you,
0: you read this one. I'll be reading it um,
1: out. Oh, bugger. <laughs> oh, bugger. It didn't open a new page, so I have to do it later. Okay. I loved it when Bevan said, tell him or her to put their feet up. Put her feet up? <laughs> put her feet up. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of gave away a little bit I would warn well. Charlie about the dangers of overtraining and then get in her another interest. Cooking on the rest day is good. Or <laughs> blog or podcast. Um if keenness is to go fast or is it weight issues try to figure that one out or is it something else go to the root of the cause of the problem and tell her she will not get slower fatter or whatever on the day off
0: Okay, and go to the link, check it out. Last week we got figure, we're doing seven this week because we've only got seven comments, so we figured we should do everyone. I've made a deal with my better half to make sure I keep Sunday and Thursday evenings free. If I make plans in those evenings, then I've got to sacrifice another evening to ensure we're going, have time together to go out for meals, cinema, etc. I think it goes back to the earlier discussions of balance. Things like putting the training timetable on the fridge. When training gets serious, not often due to being lazy, a lazy git, I sit down on a Sunday and discuss my schedule and see when it clashes with hers and then rearrange. If you really must train, then get your ass out of bed early and get it done and dusted before the sane people awake. You feel smug, the family are happy, and you can sleep at work. Mm. Not so for drivers of heavy machinery and probably troops. walk.
1: So I think Fegan, uh, Dave Dwan, and whoever there's another post up the top there somewhere and big wave dave they've sort of um nailed your view nailed my view i think the key is you know have a program where you schedule in recovery so you have an easier week say every fourth week or whatever sort of periodization you want to be on so schedule in your recovery and then stick to it and make sure you know each week you either have a day off or a very light day but john you're missing the point Yes. You're
0: missing what, the point. It, the point here is how as a partner do we help them to recognise that? Schedule it in. Oh,
1: so you're going to schedule it for your partner? No. <laughs> uh, mine's well scheduled. You've seen my schedule. <laughs> I've seen your schedule. You sent sk- it to me. And, and I'm I not s- even your partner. <laughs> yeah. I've seen my schedule all my training partners, so I know when my recovery time is. Um, but no, I think that's that's one of the key things is to to, to get Charlie. <laughs> exactly. So mine's pretty similar to that. You schedule in your recovery time. Um Fegan sort of said, you know, you discuss that with the partner. And then it's sort of locked in that you're going to chill out all Sunday afternoon, or you're going to have every third Sunday completely off. Yep. Um, so I think that's the main thing. And I think it was Big Wave Dave was said to encourage them, maybe get get them a book off Amazon or something on the importance of recovery. Well,
0: I think that's true too because I, I went out with my previous partner. Mm-hmm. Not going to have a new one, but it's just yeah. you know my, my ex. She was a really good cyclist, which I've talked about a lot in the show. And, she would never listen to me on anything for advice you know, what I mean? <laughs> you know? <laughs> because I think weird I don't know she just didn't want to listen to me and so like sometimes I knew stuff and yeah. she'd never listen to me and so I would find that the best method to actually help her out was to actually say someone else said mm. and, and to use someone with credibility and uh, and I'd use real examples I wouldn't lie as such but um it was you know and then she would actually her ears would perk up and she would listen and so i would actually encourage as someone said is to actually get some people who have some real credibility in your partner's eyes mm. and find some information that says you know the rest is really important and then what i would do is i try to find activities that maybe they feel they are achieving rest really well so maybe if you want to do yoga with them on that day mm. or if you just want to do some kind of like relaxation type of thing maybe some I know, hypnosis meditation whatever um and that way they still feel they're going towards their goal. Because mm-hmm. I think the thing is with Charlie, mm-hmm. him or her, whoever she is, mm-hmm. him, his, yeah. <laughs> is uh, that they, they just want to feel they're doing everything to achieve the goal. And, and yeah. Yeah, obviously mm-hmm. if we can give them the right information in a way that they'll want to listen and then maybe think that, you know, well, let's do yoga together. And that way you're being supportive of their goal. and Because Charlie probably feels that you're not being supportive of them. Mm. And that's when troubles start to happen. Nice so that's my wise person advice be a coach I should be a life coach yeah be a relationship coach okay but this is even better because it's kind of taking it completely opposite to the next level so John from Chicago wrote to us he said you guys seem not to be afraid to talk about what you know what's happening in your dating experiences or well, at least I aren't. <laughs> <laughs> and so and he, they, they, he likes hearing it which is good so he's got would you ever date a woman that was faster, and this could be a guy as well, because yeah. we have got female listeners, there's about five years, so we love you. <laughs> would you ever date a woman that was faster or more well known in your sport than you, say for example Chrissy Wellington or another top pro, and furthermore, and I'm going to add this in, Oh, is it emasculating uh, to date or marry a woman that can beat you at your discipline? or an entire triathlon or one discipline or an entire triathlon how about being married to a woman that's faster than you and brings home the bacon
1: mm. okay we'll just leave it at that <laughs> <next> <laughs> <episode>? <laughs> can be partner wife husband just, girlfriend yep, boyfriend you, yep. your partner if they're faster than that far, can you well, would you go with somebody that is? Because because I have experienced that, so mm. I've got some good insight
0: into this. I broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so go on the blog. It's going to be an interesting discussion next week. Anyway, that's our news and discussion for this week. You know what it's, John? Uh, it's time to Bi- music. It's bike porn time because porno oh. sent me through an email saying, "Mate, you haven't done bike porn in ages." Ah, oh, very good. So here we go. here's some bike porn for you. Age Trooper of the week. the week. So if we were to get someone to rap to bite porn's music or porno's music, number one
1: hit. Number one hit. Number one hit. You could retire. and could put it up or. on iTunes, sell it for a cent and would be millionaires. I, I totally agree. Yeah.
0: Uh, probably more than a millionaire. Yeah. Billionaire.
1: Exactly. So, zillionaire. <laughs> Go and places. Somebody in New Zealand won $19 million up in New Plymouth at the weekend. What would you do if you won $19 million? How would your life change, John? What would you do? 19000000 million. I'd still million. keep working, but I'd probably just work less. Would you really? I'd probably still keep yeah, doing some work, do something, um, but I would uh, certainly give Man a full-time crack for a few years. Oh, would you? Yeah. yeah. you drop the ball and just go? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd do that right now. If somebody wanted to sponsor me for two years, um, and so I could earn the same amount of money as, yeah, I, as to I'm live now, now, Yeah. then um, I would like to see just to how, give how, us some fast I, how fast I can go, because I haven't done that with Man. I kind of felt I'd do it with short course, but yeah. I haven't done it with Man. But I'm not the age group of the week. We're getting off the point here. Oh, still, I was just interested in, you yeah. <laughs> know, I'd give it away. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: was king. Right, age group Now, this is, a, this is a one-off. We're not going to do this all the time, but it's pretty special. So we thought we'd make it an age grouper. It's not an age grouper as such. James Flynn sent us through an email and he said, it is an age grouper, but it would be great if you could mention a special somebody. And a special somebody's name is... <laughs> Rich, Rich Flaws. Flaws. And Rich Flaws is fantastic. Uh, how do we do this, John? We've got to be careful here, don't we?
1: Um, basically, what does Rich do, John? <laughs> it, it, he's part of the heat, the Hartford Extended Area Triathletes, which I think we have. We've got see. the outfits. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'll wear it at the gym. Uh, it's had a Sunday swim group at Cornerstone, a terrific sw- swimming facility in West Hertfordshire. I think CT's Connecticut, isn't it? Yeah. We began in November and will continue till June. We rent uh, four lanes in the pool from a range of beginners to Hawaii Ironman finishers. We had a volunteer coach, so that's why we're sort of emphasising this. is a volunteer coach, Rich Flores, who's been uh, fantastic. He's especially worked with the people that have had room for improvement, Whilst the fast people beat the heck out of each other in lane four. Rich has a gra- great record for coaching young people who have gone on to successful swimming careers in high school and college. This is his first time with most of the older athletes. Um, he has a wonderful combination of motivation and te- teaching technique side for the stroke improvements. So. We just wanted to give Rich some recognition for yep. volunteer coaching, which we like, and we know there's a lot of professional coaches, such as myself, out there. But it's the volunteers that sort of. Uh, and it's obviously who a a knows his
0: stuff. Eh? It's not mm. like it's just some random guy who's putting up a program. It's exactly. Obviously sounds like he's got a pretty good coaching background, and to be able to you know commit that time, which is so valuable. Mm. You know, exactly. like you get a bunch of guys together and you know, phew, creating an atmosphere and creating that. Yeah. I so. mean, there's
1: uh, there's not a lot of people that do sort of volunteer stuff these days. So would you, you do know. that if you want 18 million? Uh, I would just certainly do something. I'd probably, again, maybe get more into my volunteer coaching. I do some volunteer coaching. I do a lot of stuff with the Tri Club, but it might be something outside of Triathlon. In fact, it probably would be. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I do say. So. What about you? I'll oh, definitely. So you just going to take it all. No, just go no, buy I would the actually give away half of it
0: because how much do you need? Come on, let's exactly. be honest. I reckon if you had two mil, you'd be sick for life. So it's like, well, how much money do you need? Yeah. So I'd probably give away most of it. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, no, I, I, Rick, you're a legend, mate. And good on you for getting out there in the heat. We love the heat. Mm. We need to do Triathlon Club of the Week again. Well, we don't get many sent in. Well, actually, I've got one here. So we're going to do that today in Nerd and oh, of the Week.
1: You <laughs> just had that all lined up. <laughs> no, I didn't.
0: Just l- I'm just a genius. Day, away I'm not any really sponsored by genius bikes, John. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason. It's just riding right today and I have my genius pants on. And some guy goes, you're a genius, aren't you? I go, what can't deny you, it. What do you say? So, uh, Rick, floors... You are age yeah. trooper, trooper of the, of the week. It's a beautiful thing. Where's the club then? What's the club? Well, it comes on the website of the week. Club website. Oh, okay. I'll do it in a second. I'd better
1: find I it. wonder how many people who've won lotto and things like that have actually donated money away. It'd be very interesting to find it out. It would be interesting to find out, wouldn't
0: yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. 80% of people
1: lose the money, don't they? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because they don't change their habits. Because yeah. it's, a, yeah. Oh, here we go, John. Let's just keep moving on. <laughs> We're talking crap now. Website of the
1: week, beautiful mate. Well, first we we've got two websites, John, because we've got a we got a club website too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody sent us in this. Who was it, Christian Tasker? Yep. A few weeks ago, we were talking about. Is it Christian Tasker? Yep. No. Yep. Where, where does that go? Yeah,
0: it's weird, so it goes oh, that Bloody man. hell! Yeah. Oh understand.
1: no, it's Dave. No, that's a different page, isn't it? Oh, man, you're...
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Chris and yeah, it is Chris Townsend.
1: No, it's, it's a Windows program. Oh, well, <sighs> whatever. Anyway, oh, no. a few weeks ago, we uh, <laughs> were confused by a German website which sponsors... Um, Maka, and they... And Daniel made the comment that, that, it, that it was colostrum. Yeah. It was some sort of milk product. Yeah. Uh, and so colostrum is the protein from milk taken the first 48 hours after calving. Um, that includes colostrum. So... Mm. Chris sent in this website, neovit.com, N-E-O-V-I-T-E.com, and it's a site that basically sells the same product, but it's in English so we can understand what's going on. Mm. And, and as it said, your colostrum is a product I'm going to go to the benefits page. Benefits. Essentially, the main benefit they're saying is it's going to improve your immune system, and therefore you can train more consistently, and therefore you're going to get quicker. So all these... Products and whenever you buy any sort of energy product, they're always going to tell you that it's going to do everything under the sun, and you're going to be you're going to go off and you're, you're going to win the Hawaii Ironman by taking their products. So mm. you've always just got to take it with a grain of salt. The good thing about this website um, we've got there, it does have a few journal articles, so you can actually go away and do some fairly balanced research into the benefits of it some of those cost a little bit of money so I didn't actually read wait, them wait to buy for them uh, pay for the article yeah there's plenty of sports journal um, sports medicine articles out there where you've got to pay for things okay. so I read a couple, one or two extracts and, and the, the crux of it was that yes it may well boost your immune system yes so, it may well yeah well I read I read one that uh, they had two groups and I think one group uh, was the placebo and they took a whey protein and I think their muscle mass went up and the other group that took colostrum it wasn't actually researching the immune system they had some other sort of small reaction as well, it wasn't muscle mass but
0: anyway That's quite good because they do have a lot of good information on this website, so for example they have an interview with one of the, I think it was a cycling it's just some sports nutrition. Yeah, story. but it was like an Olympic or it was quite a. He did a lot of top soccer teams and that. Mm. And the head an interview of him. It goes for about twenty minutes. I actually watched it, and uh, it was pretty interesting. They got a triathletes report here. Um, mm. So they really they give you some really good information now. Cam Brown, mm. uh, he takes it, and mm. and I was talking to him about supplements, and he was saying it's pretty much the only thing he really takes, but yeah. he really rates it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, why not? You're a
1: pro athlete. It's free, you know, yeah, when you won 18 million. You know, you just you take things and you endorse them, but yeah, you know, it doesn't look like it can do any harm. I read on there that it's not a banned substance, uh, so you can't, you won't be going testing positive, which Bevan and I now have to look out for because Whoa, we're going to test it in mode. Right. Yeah. Um, My approach will be all right. <laughs> if you're interested in finding out more
0: about it, you can go to neovit.com. Just one thing they're saying for greater performance, it promotes uh, faster recovery from effort. Uh, greater lean muscle mass stronger bones and tendons and
1: faster repair from damage mm. and it looks like the stuff near of it is actually made uh, we, should New Zealand. Them.
0: we should email them see if they send us those over okay. Okay. give it a go yeah well why not and
1: just see what we think mm. you know life change we'll go and win wrote go one two and wrote that's right <laughs> one two mm. Macca. <laughs> who the hell is that maca guy Macca I think he peasant. is peasant yeah
0: although he's using it as well Okay, I can't we'll, we'll, we'll be two three and right. <laughs> and the, the website of the week part two. Part two. Well, the club, club of the website week. of the week. And uh it's good old TNF Tri Club from where are they? Nottingham, England. Nottingham Forest Football Club. You know what I like about them? Yeah. It's about the picture of the whole club, look at that. I hope uh, that's I hope they've got a bigger club than that. It's only about. No, they have over a hundred members. All levels of athletes are catered for from novice to elite international standard. You're assured of a welcome. For more information, please come to one of their training sessions or contact David Griffins on oh nine oh seven nine seven nine three eight oh eight two
1: four. Nice. Oh, there you go. I've so, admit, a, a lot of the UK tri-clubs do seem to be well organised. You know, you've got your members' login area and you've got plenty of training. And uh, In British sport, there still is a reasonable amount of volunteerism and, and a lot of people still live in the, the sort of amateur age. So... Uh, there's a bit of a data error there, Bevan. Oh no, more data errors. Uh, no, here but we anyway, go. I've got tips up there. Yep, oh, very good. Haven't yeah, got listened to
0: Iron Man talk. No, I'll put that in there, guys. Put that yeah. in there.
1: We've got a forum photos. Nice. Oh, the damn buster.
0: There we go. But anyway.
1: Any particular reason why you brought this
0: website up? No, they sent it to me ages ago. They must have sent it to me like a year ago. Good. But okay, so if you want to put your triathlon club, just send us through. We're into promoting clubs. And if you're in the area, and and I do think joining clubs is a really good thing to do.
1: Yeah, carry
0: on. I'm not a hypocrite at all. No, you're not a hypocrite. I've been to your website a couple of so, times yeah great yeah, yeah. I posted it on the forum good go to IMD talk I see good <laughs> so those are our uh, websites of the week from Bevan the Hippocrat Bevan the Hippocrat here we go what's up next what have we got, she's got okay has got here we go country music here we come.
1: Helping me, Coach's Corner It was a bit Johnny Cash-like, wasn't it? It was
0: Too young How did he do his voice? Really do <laughs> He
2: did really
0: well. He was, man He was deep Deep <laughs> Really deep Coach's Corner So you went away last weekend Before we start You did a triathlon, John?
1: Yep You haven't mentioned that yet? No, we did uh, the new Plymouth A trip race I yep. got uh, smoked a little bit but that was okay. It was. It was. Uh, I'm quite happy with where my Racing's. At. I'm racing slowly, so I'm not happy with where my speed is at. Yeah. But I'm quite happy with my application and my mental application. But the speed, I know, will come. But it's, uh, it's just just of, before we go into Coach's Corner, comment on the ITU race. I watched the girls race. I didn't see the guys race. Um, they go a lot harder than what people think on the bike. Do um, they? And, and certainly in, in stages, I was. There's a hill at the start of each lap. They did six laps I think on the bike and the girls were heaving going up really? that climb, they were really maximum effort wow. um, so it, it often is a lot harder and we, we, at part of the conference we were looking at power information you know, from various world cups and I think um, they, they do go a bit harder than what some people think on the bike, sometimes it becomes a procession but they do go harder and there's um, some pretty serious big gaps between the top girls and the next tier down like so the first five or six, when they're on the run, they look fantastic, they look like runners, yep. and then that goes downhill pretty quickly. Really? Well, you still get people that are running fast, but they don't look like runners. Okay. Um, so, and the, who was the guy it out. Gomez. Gomez. So 29 and a half on, and on a half an accurate 10K. And an a, well, they, they claim it was an accurate measured 10K, and it does have a few hills in it as well. It's not not hilly, but a few Bumps. undulations yep. in it. So that's just and, a half. and he didn't even look like he did it hard. You know, he crossed the line and he wasn't sort of chundering or anything like that. Um, so it was, if, if it was accurate, that's so, very... Well, well, how often do they go under 30? Is it pretty they, rare? They, 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 no, they do go under it a little bit now, but I always think that, that, that the courses are short, but they, they're claiming this course was, course was accurate. Uh, 29 and And half. when I talk to running, other running coaches, they do say the same sort of thing, but um, Gomez, you know, he's certainly setting the bar very, very high and he's going to be very hard to beat but there was one comment in the paper um, after the race you know Gemmell uh, who got fourth he had, a, he had a great run as well was saying you know if there's one thing that Gomez isn't quite as good at and that's racing in the heat um, uh, okay. he, he, did, he did win the Beijing round last year but he sometimes faulted a little bit in the heat so and, it's his, his chink in his armour mm, and we've got to remember it's a long way to Beijing mm. um, between now and there it's on the 8th of the 8th at eight. PM at the eighth second past the eight hour, or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, that's when the that's when the the Olympics start. And is it the first event? Is it? No. Oh, that's it's when the, the Olympics starts. Okay. So yeah, we'll wait and see. But he's certainly a raging hot favourite. Wow, it's going to be pretty exciting times for a triathlon. A couple of my other observations. <laughs> okay, let's go, John. was the girls are tiny, and I think really? I've said this before when I've been to World Cup races. We know Andrea Hewitt, who's in Christchurch. Yeah, she's, she's, a, tiny. she's a little girl, yeah. mate. She is. There's a lot of girls, same size as her, and a lot skinnier as really? well. Um, so the, the girls are really tiny, and all the like disturbing tiny. Not not so much. They're, they're short. Yeah. You know, They're just umplumpers. 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 That's it. Uh, like Snowsill, she wasn't there, but she is tiny. So the girls are very short. So why is it? I don't know. Is don't it know the, like does our sport or does the shorter course sport suit the smaller girl? I wouldn't have necessarily thought so, but um, but they, they you know, they're, they're good. They're runners. You know, yeah. the small girls are good runners. And what the big difference between Ironman racing and ITU stuff is the athletes are very, very young. Like Gemmell and Doherty are like grandpas on the tour. Really? You know, how old are they? They're like 30, 20s? 30, 31. Yeah. Um, but the, a lot of the other athletes are very, very young. So, um, yeah, those are
0: my observations of the race. So, okay, so field. you often talk about in the past, you've talked about how you know, you've got to do your
1: apprenticeship and stuff. Uh, are these it's guys. It's changing now, really? yeah. 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 It is changing. But I think when you look at, say, the Australians and the New Zealanders, and this is one of the things that we discussed um, on the coaching conference, We do seem to mature a lot later athletically, both with the girls and the guys. Um, So you look at, say, Sam Warren, she's the oldest girl on the circuit, I think. She's 36. 36, wow. Our best guys are Bevan and Gemmel, and they're, you know, 30, 31. Um, And we always seem to mature a lot later. Craig Watson, who was another of our Olympians, he matured late. But is it because that's the way our system's set up? Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't have the answer for that, but I
0: so, yes. so now you're finding most of the young talent are basically getting the ITU early as possible, not doing the France
1: thing, not doing. Like, kind of your path. Yeah. Just getting in there and trying to race as much. As and, and they're coming from, they're developing them at a, at a young age. So they're getting into full time triathlon from, you know, they're picking them up maybe at 15, 16 and, oh. and really developing them. And I think what we're going to see is their careers are going to be a lot shorter than, yep. say, the Gemmels and Dohertys. So why? why would that mean that? I think the burnout will be a lot higher okay. and injury rate will be a lot higher as because well. because their body isn't developed yeah. as much. Yeah, we've seen, you know, over the years, quite a few Australians um, who've come in and done really well and then they've sort of disappeared. Yep. Not, not just Australians maybe picking out the prod Aussies a little bit too much but you know um, it will be interesting to see how long the likes of Gomez and uh, Fernandez and people do last. Well
0: it's interesting again I was thinking of Mecca when I was out training yesterday and um, you know, like the guy just never seems to be injured, does he? You know, and he yeah. has that years and years and years of building up. Mm. And I think that, that obviously
1: is really important because your body adapts to especially high intensity exercise and the running. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they'll cope with the running. Mm. So, uh, another comment we had a guy from the youth who's sort of the youth. Uh, who, development guy for Triathlon New Zealand come in and this is something I uh, hadn't really ever thought about Triathlon is not cool when you're sort of 12 to 15 years old Oh yeah, it's like cycling You yeah. see the so- young cycling kids, they're geeks you can't, Because apparently you come through the New Zealand system at, at primary school, everybody wants to do weet Yep. and once you've done wheat bix once you just sort of graduate from that you don't want to be seen to be... It's like Wheatbox bix is a triathlon thing and if yeah. people think you're still like a little kid if oh, you're doing Wheatbox, it's So it actually a negative so effect. It's, it's a negative effect. So they're, oh. they're working on trying to sort of reverse that but I thought that was quite interesting. Oh, yeah, it um, is interesting. Uh, I think for you guys overseas, the Wheatbox bix Kiwi Kids is the biggest triathlon series I think anywhere in the world. Yeah, they get like up to 5,000 kids yeah, at a race. And, and that's it's in amazing. a city... And you, in Christchurch we get 5,000 out of a population in Christchurch we're about 400,000. 400, yeah. So it's, it's a big turnout. Yep. One of the other things on the conference though we had was we had a guy, Sergio Santos, come to talk to us for about an hour to, to all the coaches. And now, he, who's he? He is the coaching director, head coach, pretty much everything, of the Portuguese triathlon team. Okay. And the Portuguese, Vanessa Fernandes, is the most dominant you know, female on the circuit at the moment. So it was interesting to get his perspective, and I thought some of you guys might be interested in that. And they've very much got a like a eastern block yeah, yeah. old German style system there um, it's basically it's a small sport in Portugal and it's basically this guy Sergio it's his vision he does everything he's the head coach he's the director of coaching oh, he's, wow. uh, he's pretty much everything he's the, man. So he's the man so I think the danger there is if you don't get along with this guy then yeah, uh, totally you, you've got some, some pretty serious issues there One um, thing that we wanted him to talk to us about was Talent ID and how they do that. Uh, And it was quite interesting what they do. The the Portuguese Triathlon Association control everything in the country. They run a series of races around the country. So I couldn't put a race on, for example? No, they basically put on all the races, a very high percent. I think all of them practically are drafting, except for their half Ironmans and I don't know if they run an Ironman for long distance. Everything else is drafting. Wow, wow. okay, keep going. And... um, the way they do their talent ID is they put some adverts on TV targeting, I can't remember what ages it was, but I think sort of 13 to 16-year-olds to yep. putting an advert on TV, come, come along and, and try a triathlon. They get them to come along, they do a 400-metre swim time trial, they do a 3-kilometre a time trial, and then they basically select their athletes from that. And if uh, they do, they've got a whole lot of sc- other screen- criteria, screening. Yeah. They do. They go and talk to the parents. They check out the background to see whether they're sort of a stable child. Um, it's got money. With, uh, no, they don't. No, they don't need any money. Um, oh. And just sort of just check them out because they invest quite heavily in these kids. And and when they're at that sort of age, fifteen, sixteen, they basically say, right, you, you can meet those times. You've got the right sort of attitude you come down to Lisbon, you move down to Lisbon, you go into school down there and you basically move into their training centre and it's Um. full on triathlon. You do not have to spend a cent Everything is fully funded, wow. um, so you do not spend so How do they get so
0: much money into the sport?
1: Well, I, I think they they target a relatively small number of athletes. Okay, uh, so and,
0: ones with real potential. Yeah,
1: and say in New Zealand, we maybe invest. We, we have a small amount, a very small amount of money. We maybe invest more in say coaching and and, yeah. and developing a bigger team of coaching. I guess I've got one coaching employee. I yeah. think they have only got a couple of employees and. In total, um, and then they moved to the, the training centre, which I'd imagine is part of a, a larger centre as well. Yep. So you've got the whole economies of scale going on there. So, th- so I thought that was really interesting. They're starting at a young age, they've got a very long term planning process, so they're really looking, already looking at 2016 and building the athletes yeah, into a well. program for 2016. Um, so How far ahead do we look? Um, we, 2009? We, no, we, we work on four-year four, four year cycles, so we are starting to look at London. London, okay. Um, but probably not looking as far ahead as, as these guys. So very interesting. They're dealing with a small group of athletes. Uh, it's not a big sport, and um, but it's one of those things that, that it is like a bit of a dictatorship. Um, okay, so for you, you know, your coach, your perspective, what did you think? Well, it's quite interesting because you look at the, what the Australians have done with their model, and they've kind of moved a little bit towards this and it doesn't seem to have worked that well Uh, and I don't So okay for us who don't know Australia had and what do they have now? Well initially they used to have a very free and open system and we've talked heard Craig Alexander talk about that there was lots of short course racing and there was lots of quite a bit of money to be made and and the athletes kind of did their own thing and then they kind of tried to move a little bit more more towards a centralised system where you kind of had to conform to the programme and a lot of the original guys really didn't like that and they didn't conform to the system and they kept on doing their own thing like Craig, like yep. Greg Bennett, and, and, and those guys have kept on doing well, whereas the guys that have come through the system haven't done quite as well. They've still got a lot of guys coming through, but it's not quite as They're dominant not dominating like this. as yeah, they used yeah. to. So, uh, And in New Zealand, I really don't think that our elite athletes, our current crop of elite athletes, would respond at all well to this. But I think we could take, we always take a few things from this, and I think in New Zealand we could set up, say, some smaller training groups yep. for, say, under-19, 23 athletes. But I think the way the Kiwis have done well in the past is not to be sort of constrained by a whole bunch of rules. So yeah. it's working well in Portugal, and they're producing um, some do New Zealand athletes. doesn't have the funding as well to cut into this no, stuff, do we? No, no. So, so that was interesting. We had Sergio come along, and um, you know he thinks Fernandes has got another 10 years in her, and she's already won 20 or so World Cups. So, really How is she now and, and she's 22 oh really yeah it's ridiculous and the other like she is fully funded she does not said and she's been fully funded for a long time doesn't have so to so she a come receipt. through the system does she yeah, yeah. yeah. oh wow she hasn't so, well, so had to spend it? a cent um, she's got a lot of sponsors and she keeps all the prize money and she's making an absolute she'll be making an absolute fortune And,
0: which, and that, which in a way is good because you know like for the athlete you know you want to be able to make a good career out of it and it's like, if you have someone... It's the Michael Jordan effect, isn't it? And the Tiger Woods effect. If you have someone who's making all this money and all this stuff and all this gets all this kind of exposure, it draws media to your sport. And media then draws kids to your sport and
1: kids to your sport then yeah. draws more competition. And, and that's one of the things that, that was a big part of their program is they wanted the athletes making lots of money. And, and as you said, that draws people in. And that's a problem Iron Man has, that your athletes cannot make money. And mm. so I think that's a big inhibitor in terms of getting more... Sort of youth and more world class elite guys, short course guys coming across because there's just no money there. So, so that was Sergio. Um, we also had a power, a uh, bit of a discussion on power for a few hours. Um, I interviewed Greg, Greg Frain. We'll be getting him on the show in the next few now, weeks. now Greg Frain's been an age group of the week. He won Hawaii age group this yep, year, forty five to forty nine.
0: Uh, New Zealand cyclist in his day, strong, still mentally tough
1: athlete, and legendary cycling coach in triathlon yeah. circles and, uh, and, and great guy mm. nice so guy. I'm gonna let, not going to steal any of his thunder Framie's one of those guys who's always smiling eh yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a yeah. great guy he's, yeah. he's good value yeah. but a few little things uh, we had a guy from uh, Cycling New Zealand come in and talk about power and how the track cyclists use it and, and they go very very in depth oh They're big on big, power aren't they uh, big on power but they huge amount of analysis much more so than any triathlete would do and he's like a full time sports scientist for those guys yeah. looking at all the numbers and yeah, a lot of numbers on there. But a few interesting things that he came up with, um, and he did some sports modelling, uh, not sports modelling, um, just some scientific modelling, and found out that. Um, I've done some sports modelling. Good. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> back it up just a second. So I get on the plane, I'm flying up to Bloody <laughs> oh, Palace yeah. North, I'm up the K- K- Kiora magazine, which is the Air New Zealand magazine. Who was There's on there? bloody old mug face, <laughs> standing around with some girl who was her lips out oh she was a shocker she was pretty hot yeah Luna her name was Luna Ben, ben was modelling anyway right. but anyway one interesting fact this guy what came was up with was um, if you reduce your body weight and your bike weight whatever combination by 4kgs so, yep so you may lose 2kgs or may lose 3 and you take a kg off your bike by improving um, you know yeah, carbon yeah. fibre everything on a perfectly flat course with no corners or anything like that you will only gain one watt <laughs>
0: Really? So, so <laughs> see, weight doesn't really add to power that much? Yeah,
1: the, the, his point was on a perfectly flat course uh, it will make Absolutely no difference. Okay, so water as, on a... as soon as you add in any sort of hill or anything like that, then that completely gets blown out of the water. But on a perfectly flat course, okay, but there's no such thing. So yeah. So but, what but is that the was effect? interesting? So, but because he was showing us an example of um, a so track, track cyclist going around a track, and there's actually when you're going around the corners, you, they apply quite a bit um, less power going around the corner. So your power output's fluctuating. So, you said you know, on a, on a track bike, then weight does count, but. I think he, his point was um, weight is less of an issue than people think. really? And oh, he said really? you know, you're much better off going and getting a set of race wheels and getting a super light um, frame. I am. So was, I thought no, it was a really an interesting point. Yeah, good to know. Another point that he made that that we kind of all know, um, but I didn't realise how important was, is environmental conditions and how much that impacts speed. So if you go out, say, trying to do a... a Ten mile, sixteen k time trial, and it's just um, you know it's a steaming hot day, steaming hot calm day, and the road's nice and warm, versus say a cool day day, or maybe a day with with high humidity. I probably didn't appreciate how much of a difference that makes. So he was he gave us an example of a track cyclist. So you'd think this is quite a controlled environment. Um, They they do various testing and say at sixteen degrees in a track with with no crowd or anything in there. Versus, say, being in a track where you've got a full crowd in there, which change the yep. changes the sort of the, the density of the air, and say it's 26 degrees, the difference between that is really significant, like a, oh. up to a couple of kilometres per hour. Oh, really? So, um, I think he was saying that they could get a 0.4 of a second difference per lap. Wow. I can't remember if that was a 400 metre track or a 250 metre track, yep. but if you put that into, say, a 4,000 metre pursuit, you know, it could be maybe like 4, 5, 6, seven seconds dis- difference over just a 4,000 metre pursuit. So do factor that in. If you're ever going out and doing time trials and you don't have a power metre, just because your time isn't better and you may think your performance has improved because you've really been focusing on your cycling, don't discount how big a factor environmental conditions are. So, so the key
0: are. we want to get from that one is that we want to focus on the body information feedback we get.
1: Yeah, I mean, you need to have benchmarks, but just factor that in, um, unless you've got a power meter, um, mm-hmm. and then you can say, well, I rode, you know, 25 minutes for the time trial, my power average power was 200 watts, and I went back, you know, two months later, and I rode 25, 45, and my power was, you know, 15 watts higher, yeah. so, uh, you know, that, that's where the power of the power, the power, the power of the power meter. The power of the power. Um, and then, Greg gave us quite a big talk on on power meters and just the basics, ins and outs of it and and, and a couple of his points were really worth... We'll have that interview up over the next few weeks. You've got to build up quite a bit of data. um, Before you actually understand what's happening. Yeah, and do a number of tests and uh, and race data is absolutely crucial uh, and the more data you can get the, the better, and it, it's quite easy to see deficiencies when you wear a power meter when you're racing. Um, oh, really? Yeah, you, know, you can see your power tailing off, or whatever, or if you're spiking too high on climbs, or if you could be pushing a little bit harder on descents and things like that. So. We'll leave that to Greg. It's still a topic we're going to keep exploring over the years because well, it's still kind of a new topic, isn't it? it in in it, sport, it's it's not that new for, for cyclists, but it's still very very new for triathletes. You know, there's lots of cycling books out there. We'll talk about it, but there's not a lot of triathlon information and not a lot of triathlon coaches that are specialists in power. And I'm certainly would not consider myself a specialist. So, mm. yeah, um, one other final point that we um, that came up was uh, Rob Creasy, who was on. Yep. Yep, uh, how'd you go in the race? Beat me, <laughs> bastard. Oh, bro- Broke my heart. <laughs> Broke your heart, didn't Tell the story, why? To- well, I I was... I mucked up coming out of the swim. There was four of us coming out of the swim, and Rob was one of them. And uh, he just got away. He had a good transition and got away from me. And if I'd stayed with him, I probably would have got third in the race. So Mm. I was a bit bit annoyed about that. But anyway, one thing that came up was heart rate variability. So the new RS800 heart rate monitor, which is the one that I keep banging on the table all the time and beeping away, has a new feature in there called heart rate variability. And that measures sort of between heartbeats and they were saying that on a measures between heartbeats sort of the distortion between heartbeats so uh, I hope I get this right the higher the variability the better uh, okay. and it's a really good tool for monitoring. They used it at uh, an altitude camp, and they found that heart rate variability was a better measure than taking your resting heart rate. Uh, quite sure what you mean by heart rate variability. Just look it up on the internet. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Google it. Google it. Google heart rate variability. Okay. Um, but they found that that was a better, yeah, better indicator of impending doom than, uh, <laughs> than, than resting heart rate. Oh, nice. So, so, overall valuable time? Yeah, it's always valuable time. I mean, a lot of the time on these uh, ones, we have to go through a bit of administrative uh, rubbish, which sometimes doesn't necessarily apply to me because um, it's like Olympic planning and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But you always come away with a few things that are really useful. Nice. Okay, uh, good work. Questions? questions and answers. answers. Couple of questions for John. And this is from who? I can't remember. We, I think we answered a few of the questions a while ago, but they had so many that we had to sort of um, okay. split it up. I've been doing a lot of swim straights
0: after my runs due to mainly a bit of the heat. Uh, are there any disadvantages to reversing the order? So basically doing a bike
1: afterwards. Well, swimming's a very technique based <coughs> sport and it's also very much a buoyancy based sport. You need to be buoyant in the water. So what I think you're going to be risking by swimming after you're biking is you'll probably be more fatigued you probably won't get as good a quality workout Uh, so I would suggest if you can do it the other way it is better but obviously you've stated here that the heat is a bit of an issue so my answer is if you can't do it any other way swimming tired is better than not swimming at all um, but I'll try to reverse it up a bit as
0: well. And if you can reverse it up and make those sessions, the later ones, are just technique sessions. Mm. So, for example, on a Thursday I teach four classes at gym and I'm and I'm screwed. Mm. And I and I try to fit a swim in that day and I make it a 45-minute swim and it's not about, te- like, there's no intensity at all. It's just about finding the water and just doing some drills and stuff and just to keep my, you know, get the technique worked out, but I just, you know, try to go hard. I'm just too tired, so... Uh, the yeah. other
1: thing you risk when you're either swimming after a run or a bike is uh, quite easy to cramp but uh, the positive of bike uh, swimming after biking or running is a lot of people do that as a recovery mechanism and nice. it can help speed up your recovery. Okay, second question, what,
0: uh, at what ambient temperature are you beginning to do more damage than good while cycling or running?
1: I don't know why I included that because I don't actually really
0: uh, know no. the answer. I think 37.3. 37.3? That's yeah, when you're screwed. Good. Okay, uh, who's this one from? This, Dave? This is a book. Okay. Dave sent us a book. Okay, watch the highlight of the half, topo half, and... Just go to the highlight part. Okay. Question <laughs> is, <laughs> is, now, one year out from Ironman New Zealand... I can swim 1K, bike 3 hours, and run 40 minutes before walking takes over. Am I crazy to think 2009 is unrealistic, or should 2010 be my goal? My thoughts are that 2009 finish, hopefully 14 hours, and try 2010 and try to get down to
1: 12.5. Guess
0: what my is going to be, Bevan. I'm going to say, you're, you're saying, well, I'm saying wait to 2010.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the reality is, if you can swim 1k you know, you've still got quite a long way to go yep. um, you've still got a long way to go on the bike You know, 3 hours is great but you know, and what speed is that so the, the answer is uh, is it ca- running off the bike as well yeah, must be running off the if, bike if you, if you continue on in this vein yes reasonably likely uh, you'll be able to get your way through to the finish and if you are planning on doing that I would say really focus on getting your swim up so you can really comfortably swim uh, 4k without too many dramas and really focus on getting your biking uh, as long as you possibly can because if you can't do those two you're going to really struggle for the run and the run is the easiest thing just to start walking along if Mm. you're you're in difficulty and uh, give yourself as much time as you can to get to the finish. So what so this season aim to do a couple halves? My my typical advice is I'd say you're better off doing halves and looking at 2010 for your first Ironman but if you're going to do next year and ignore that advice then uh, and work on your swimming and biking there's lots of people that do what you're doing and probably at your stage and they will go to Ironman and they'll go and complete it but they probably won't enjoy it quite as much as they would if they'd given themselves another year so I'm always of the belief that Ironman's not going anywhere it's going to be there every <coughs> year so just take a bit of time and you'll probably end up enjoying it a bit more
0: and, and it's you know that whole one and done thing again you know like we, we wanted to create athletes who you know, at least seven, five years in the sport, hey, mm. you know, like, and then maybe, you know, come back to it later in life, whereas if your first experience is not a good experience, you know, That's right. you don't want to lose that passion. Okay, we've got one from uh, Jay Scully, and it says, how do you manage iron distance training with kids? I have an eight-year-old girl and a 1.5-year-old boy, and the, uh, the most I'm able to manage is Olympic distance. I live in LA, oh, that would be tough, where the weather's never a factor, so I have no excuse that way but i do find it difficult to get the hours in with everything else going
1: on just curious how you guys do it given and i don't work full time flexible yeah, Joe yeah. and i work full time we both kind of work full time but it's very flexible yeah. and and that's the only mm-hmm. way i can do it if, uh, the, the honest answer is if i had to work say an 8 to 6 job i wouldn't be doing iron man no uh, neither would i do if most. i was doing that 5 times a week I would be maximising my time with my kids, and I would probably be—I'd still be doing triathlon, but I would be either racing sprints or Olympics, as you're doing. So, it's kind of a personal lifestyle choice. My kids are young. My recommendation is probably to, to hang out with your kids, kids yeah. and experience your kids. Um, once they get older, then you, you may well be able to find some more time. So, it's just kind of a personal choice on uh, what you do with your spare time. But if you're going to do Ironman, you know there's no way around it. You've got to do some long sessions, and that's going to be compromising family life. And uh, so I think the the answer is you either try to cut back on work somehow, um, take maybe one half day a week, and and that could be your long ride. So I think if you can get a long ride, say done during the week, then you probably stand much more of a chance of of fitting everything in. But if uh, if you're if you're an eight to sixer every day, five days a week, and you've got young kids, there's there's going to be some pretty big sacrifices.
0: Yeah, I think um, you, you only want to plan to do one every so often, so you don't want to obviously be like a you know twice mm-hmm. a year or you know. You're probably going to have half my athletes ringing me up saying, "Oh, I'm going to give up," yeah. I've probably just <laughs> lost all my cousins. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think the things is, is that you know, first of all, time organisation is, is hugely important. So maybe the book I talked about last week would mm-hmm. be a good read for you. Um, the support you have around you, and being able to communicate where you're at with it. Set a realistic goal, so set one maybe so you can have your time you know, like John says, some time off work and actually try to achieve it, you know, you you could just basically be really wise with your time because, you know, John and I live kind of an unrealistic life, you know, we can, you know, like today, for example, it's nearly 3 o'clock and I've already done 4 hours training, we're just under 4 hours training, and uh, we're doing this now, but then my daughter comes home and I've got 3 or 4 hours to spend with her, and so it's Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of hard for us to give advice on this, but I think organisation, support from the people around you, and being realistic with your goal setting, so maybe just trying to choose one Ironman at a time of the year that really works. You know, you know, whether, like for example, if it's going to be light in the morning, so you can get up and train in the morning at least, and do as much of that in the light times. Over winter it's often dark, and so it's just that kind of stuff will help you. And it's also how your partner sort of feels about it, mm, so... Mm. And if it's only a once, you know, like it's 16 weeks basically, isn't it? Mm. If you've got a good yep. base behind you, you're basically looking at 16 weeks. So you're looking at like four months um, where you're going to commit to that. So if it's a once, you probably pull it off, but be aware mm. that you need to be really good. And one thing I would advise is that making sure you have energy when you are not training. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, being about being wise with your nutrition and resting and so that when your kids come to you, because, you know, one thing I've struggled with over the years with this, and I'm really good at it nowadays, but the first couple of years of doing with Tyler would come to me for attention, and I was just too tired. Mm. And and after a while, I just thought, you know what, it's, it's not good enough as a parent, you know, you've really got to make sure your kids are more important than your own selfish sport. And uh, so, you know, I learned how to deal with that. And, but, it's yeah, it's just one thing to think of. Mm. Okay. Sponsors. What's, what's time? Here we go. Going? Going. Oh,
1: crap. We're already over an hour. We just thought we'd struggle to do an hour today. ho Okay, sponsors. So, we're going to go. What are we going to do first? We're going to go to athlinks.com. Athlinks. So. You keep talking. And I talked about this last week, but I'm going to bring it up again. Go on, John. It's a bloody good idea. It's a bloody good idea. You want to make yourself look as good as possible on athlinks. So, yeah. um, unfortunately, I have to claim these results that I'm doing at the moment, even though I'm not happy about it. But one way you can make yourself look a bit better is to invite. Everybody you know that's slower than you to join Athlinks, mm. and then you can get them as rivals, and then you can be faster than them all.
0: Yeah, and I actually think it's got to do it as well because it's like like recommending Ironman talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you recommend your thing to your to your peeps, and often we have little communities, don't we? You know, that and you yeah, looks like terror, doesn't it? kind of from a distance it does Yeah, um, you have your people from your dist- you know that you can of hang out with in your community and this is one way to kind of keep in contact with your community they have some really great things like sorting out your clubs and stuff mm-hmm. like that they just seem to be adding
1: more and more innovation which makes it better for us athletes so athletes, I, th- I think the club's tool is really good so um you can go on there. There's some tri clubs that are already created, or you can create your own club. Um, you go to the top of the page on the left-hand side, the business directory, and you. Oh, Mizuno's. Oh yeah, let's look at the top brands. Yeah, of course, Mizuno's right up there. Nice. Good. Uh, you go to the top of the page. You, you go to the top of the page. Oh, yeah. is it a hint? <laughs> 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 I was reading. <laughs> was just um, world. world. <laughs> Click on the group directory oh okay sorry I'm still uh, that one there no top left of the page oh top left <laughs> sorry and you can uh, he sounds like my mother you can <laughs> go follow the steps there and you can uh, uh. add your group and you can make it into a club get people to join up to your club and it's a great way of uh of just adding something else to your club website if you don't have a means on your club website where you can put all your members up there this is a way where your members can interact and even Um, when you have your little
0: you know like you know the heat that swimming group you know like you put your own little swimming group there and give a bit of banter and a bit of fun and you know. and,
1: and maybe somewhere you might want to put uh, if you're a coach put the swim pro- program up say you're going to do a swim program for that week you could chuck it up on oh, there that's a really good so idea there's lots of things to do just that's to a good
0: idea as well because sometimes you can't make a session don't you hate it when you go to the
1: pool and there's no, no one, nothing written up oh, yeah well uh, Monday we were at the pool and the coach wasn't there because he was up, still up in New Plymouth so, so did you I pull got, off the coach uh, I just jumped in everybody, did you write something out uh, the are you are a coach I do people just oh, do their own thing John no, I was, you I know was, I'm loving in we are talking way. about the
0: heat today and a good old Patrick Beasley yep. with his heat shoes, he's on nice. all my friends there you go oh, beautiful okay who we got next we got Coffees of Hawaii Coffees of Hawaii the world's best coffee
1: no denying it obviously I'm just going to the website coffeesofhawaii.com all you guys this weekend who are racing in Arizona make sure you put in a big effort get your Kona qualification because then you can go to Kona and hopefully they're going to do the same thing No, they, are. they are. are. Great PR. They're going to go to Kona and you get yourself some free iced coffee from out on the catamaran when you're there. Recurring delivery.
0: Now, this is a great idea. It starts today. Oh. Or oh, they say start today. today. start. <laughs> <laughs> Recurring delivery. So basically, you know how much coffee you use over time. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, if you're using a whole packet a week, then you can get them to deliver it to you weekly. Or if you're using it monthly and so on. So they can basically determine... How often you want to do that and if you're doing it at the moment, John, you know what's really exciting mm-hmm. you get a what? free cappuccino cup nice and saucer when you sign up for recurring delivery
1: Coffees of a white Oh very nice yeah I know.
0: Albanetta, I need you to email me mate because I'll be trying to respond to an email and his address doesn't work. Are you getting that too? Well, it sometimes bounces. Yeah, mine's always bouncing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've got yeah, some no, thought-provoking stuff.
1: You send it to his coffees of Hawaii email oh, address. okay. Can you afford that to me?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, but, so to so go on there and then you can get a recurring delivery and that
1: way you never miss out. And all you guys that are coming to Camp Kiokaha are
0: going to have some coffees of Hawaii coffee. Nah, I was nailing that stuff on Epic Camp. Yeah, <laughs> Epic Lastly, good old
1: flinks.com. What do you you need n- to Athlinks Oh, I mean Tribes. Com. Oh, silly me. Silly you. Oh, Tribes. Yeah. Com. No brainer time. Competition. Yeah. Time to enter. Get on there. Win the Sepo bike. Good luck to Cameron. Good luck to Cameron who's racing this weekend. In
0: so Lewis sent me
1: through an email. and You keep talking about tri I'm going to find a email So you can get all your swim, bike, run, off-road and tri-gear. They've still got a bit of a sale on there. Anybody who spends over $200 US gets free shipping anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. But beware of taxes that may apply when products come into your country. Uh, it's, with still yeah. it's, so still it's still going be cheaper. So it's still going to be way cheaper and the US dollar is still struggling. So, it's bloody cheap.
0: Okay, we'll keep talking. Because I'm trying to get this email. My, my computer's
1: getting old, I've decided.
0: It's nearly what? three years Here old. Here you go. Click away. Okay.
1: Uh, Here we go. Oh, good. Old Chance I haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, that's good. Okay. We t-shirts. We need Iron Man Talk T-shirts. I agree, actually. Anybody wants to Does anybody design? know?
0: Yeah, design number... You know how we can get them kind of cheapish? <laughs> yeah. <and you laughs> t- We're gonna,
1: we've got some ideas on doing some race kit. But anybody who's a designer who thinks they could... Be a, give us a funky funky ass sort of Iron Man talk design. Yeah, then uh, that would
0: be great. Okay, so here we go. He's got uh, he's got uh, Cameron is doing yep, and he's been he's been working for fifty sixty hours, and then still doing the Iron Man training. Very good. He's had an injury before weeks off. Uh, mm. Torn calf. Mm. It's tough uh, at the top. Tough at the top, Cameron. Mm. Came on tampon, That's all I'm mm. going to say.
1: Anything anyway, com for yep. all your so, triathlon athletes, needs.
0: Coffee's of Hawaii, dot Kaha. Two spots. One or two. One or two spots left.
1: Nice. Got to get in quick. Get it. Go onto quite. our website. There's a link to the uh, link to Piranes Multisport on there. Oh, Seven here. Bike jerseys have gone. Been sent out. So you guys who ordered them, they're on their way. So if someone, yeah, someone
0: else t-shirts. If someone knows how to get t-shirts, maybe from Taiwan or something like that,
1: or do we care about where they're made? Well, a little bit. I may yeah. do, but still, give us your ideas. Give us your we'll, ideas. we'll evaluate. Anything else? If you're going to buy any books, go through com. click on the store. We did have some
0: questions about how that works. Basically, go to our store, that will flies. take you to your page, and then do a, <laughs> do, <laughs> do a search, and then the search will take you to Amazon, but then we still get a small commission. Yeah. Anything else? It's John's coaching website.
1: Coachjohnnewson.com. Coach nice. Epic, uh, Epic Camp Italy, we've still got a couple of spots open if anybody wants to come I know someone Italy. who may be doing it. Oh, I can't tell you. Okay. Yeah. That's a good story that one. Yeah. What have you been up, you up to, to John?
0: Ah, John, you beat me to it. Yeah. yeah. What are I up to? Well, what have I been up to? Mm. And what are you gonna get up to? Okay, all things still going well. There's not there's not much news to add to be honest. Okay. She gave me some garlic. See that garlic on the bed there? There we go. I'm not sure what that means. Interesting. Did <laughs> she tell you to hang it up round your room and brought me a surprise? Okay. So that's good, isn't it? Because oh, no, no, not, it wasn't the garlic, yeah. but she, she's bought me a surprise. Nice. So th- but that's good, eh? This Is a new bed you've got? John, I'm in Talk Studios. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had that bed forever. I've had okay. that bed for like 11 years. Okay. I can tell some funny stories about <laughs> no. Carry on. So she's bought me a surprise. Right. So it's good, but eh? Because that means when she's out shopping doing girly stuff, because girls do girly stuff. You're thought-provoking? No, well, I was in her mind. Oh, okay. She thought something and she goes, oh, well, there's Bevan. Mm. Oh, I'll buy that for him. Mm. So that's encouraging, isn't it? Very. What else? Um I'm looking forward to next weekend. We've got a training camp, a running camp next weekend. Oh, striding on. Striding on. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that. Um, you know what? I'm just trying to spend much time with my daughter this week. Very good. Because I'm training
1: really hard. What about you, Johnbo? I'm bike week this week. Bike week. We're well, doing a gorgeous know. Sunday morning, aren't yeah. we? I'm not really biking a lot. I'm um, biking nine days in a row. So, But not a, little, not a lot of distance. Not a lot of distance. But I just want to bike continuously for a few days So, what else all that life what else as a boy Tommy is a machine He's a machine yeah. yep I was on Tommy time this morning or morning
0: yeah because I got an email can not ride tomorrow soft Tommy time uh, stop Tommy
1: time <laughs> Oh, every oh, time oh, you see oh, no. Tommy next to me it's Tommy oh Tommy time Tommy now I was <laughs> <laughs> pretty impressed with that this is the rap show isn't that's it that's nice. right oh
0: it's a bit other than that what am I up to this week it's a bit of a nothing week, isn't it? What is this happening The this weather's week? getting a little bit colder in Christchurch. Sydney, we were desperate yeah, to talk was, about weather. Autumn is kicking in. Although, oh, we here Sunday? No. Oh, it says Sunday. Went, went for a walk around Boulder oh. Bay. Oh, it's nice out there. Yeah. Beautiful day. It was like, must have been like 100 degrees. was that mm. hot. Mm. Very
1: good. <laughs> okay. Other than that, not much. Have I t- You talked about my race? Well, kind of. Yeah. You had an average race. Average race. Average race. I saw a few Ironman talk people up there, actually. Oh, back it up. Someone sent through some photos. Pete know. Tonight. age group of the week from last re- week, T-Rex, was racking his bike next to me. How did he go? Uh, he actually did quite well. He barely nearly out-biked me. Oh, really? He was, like, a couple of months behind on the bike. Good times. Um, and well, a couple of other people went up to me. I was wearing an Epic Camp top, and they sang Love I love Ironman talk. So that was, oh, uh, we it was it much appreciated. And... That was about it. Okay, two years, John. Actually, I'd, uh, one other thing on that race: if you want to do an Olympic distance race in New Zealand, that's the one to do. I'd recommend that really challenging, good challenging course. Good challenging after. course. Oh, very We're, tough.
0: Real well run. Well
1: run. Yep. And then you get to stick around next day, watch a World Cup race,
0: and you may even meet John from Ironman Talk. Could do. There we go. Mm. Two years, John. We've done two years. Two Happy years. birthday, John. Happy birthday. Happy,
1: Happy birthday. birthday too Imagine us. what will happen in the next two years i probably have kids Probably well. I'll probably <laughs> no. have a bloody I'll, have probably, I'll probably have a nipple team <laughs> 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 Right anyway. We're talking shit Here we go i mean Russ not Train hard Train far. Kia, Kia
0: kaha, kaha.